Welcome to the Barely Mentioned Podcast, a podcast designed for men and the women that love them. Uh, it's been a while, um, but it's been pressed on my heart by God to really do a podcast for my brothers out there, uh, for the man that's endeavoring to walk this walk with God and and and, and live a life that's 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 pleasing to Him, um, that's that's beneficial um, to the advancement of His kingdom and to the advancement of His truths and family and and fellowships and in leadership. And so today we're going to be talking about something very important for men to understand and we're going to be talking about what you don't tend will end and the verse that we're going to be reading from is genesis 2 15 through 17 and, and throughout the weeks uh depending on when i'm able to do these podcasts you'll be able to um or we will um, be going through scriptures that will help men really process um their value their need and their and their worth and and their and the things that they need to do to ensure um, um, that they be the leaders and the foundation of families um, for generations to come. But the verse that I want to talk to talk about is coming from Genesis chapter two, verses fifteen through seventeen. The Bible reads: The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. And the God and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, "You may surely eat of every tree of the garden." But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. Let's break this text down and really talk about how we as men can be better farmers and be better tenders and really be able to help uh, um, the gardens that God places us in to nurture. But let's look at the first part. We're going to break this uh, verse uh, down um, very simply. Uh, it says the Lord God took the man. Now let's break that down before we go further. The Lord God. What men, what every man should understand is that God is God and that he is Lord. The Lord God. The Lord God meaning that he is Lord. He's Lord of all Lords. You're going to be a Lord over a family. You're going to be a Lord over a ministry. You're going to be a Lord over a business, but you have to be able to understand that, that you're just a Lord up under a Lord and that you got to make sure that you allow the Lord of Lords to lead you and guide you on how to be a Lord. It says the Lord God, God meaning supreme judge, supreme of everything, the omnipotent one, the all powerful one, the, the God of everything. So Lord means stewardship. God means sovereign. Lord means stewardship. God means superior. I mean, so, so when you understand that God is Lord, that means he's sovereign. That means he's a steward, that he is, uh, um, the source uh, and uh, uh, shepherd. But when you look at God, that means he is superior. And when a man recognizes just how small he is in the grand scheme of things, the more humble that man will walk and the more uh, fear, the right level of reverence will, will be in that man's heart that will help guide his principles. See, that's very important for us men to understand that in order for us to be successful, in order for us to be resilient, in order for us to be effective and efficient for God, we have to have a healthy level of reverence for God. The Bible says that um, it is the fear of God that is the beginning of all wisdom, that that if a man lacks reverence, he will lack wisdom. That's why every young lady that's listening to me right now, before you release uh, your submissive, submissive traits or gifts or goods to a man, you got to ask yourself, what level of reverence does that man have towards the things of God? It is very important for you to understand that, 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 you, that, that, that for me personally, 
I, I have compassion, but my compassion is limited to women who chose to submit under men who don't revere God. That's why, ladies, you have to look at that man and say, hey, man, I don't really see the fruit of your reverence for God, because in order for a man to be a husband, in order for a man to be a good father, be a good husband, to be a good leader, he has to revere and he has to have a healthy sense of reverence for God. It says the Lord God took the man. I love that. Took the man, not took the boy, not took the boy becoming a man, took the man. Before you are able to be a husband, you have to have a you have to be a good man. Before you are a father, you have to first be a man. You have to be whole as an individual. A lot of men have yet to become whole because we have taught many of our men not to cry, not to vent, not to process, not to communicate their feelings, and it has caused a lot of men to still harbor resentment towards their fathers, resentment towards God, harboring all types of, of things inside of themselves that's keeping them from being their best self. That's why men, every man is listening to me right now. Ask yourself, have you truly became whole? Have you truly become whole? Have you allowed God to patch up all those leaking areas in your life? Have you gotten over that addiction? Have you got over that pride? Have you allowed your ego to subside? Are you, are, or what, what's going on? Because it says the Lord God took the man, the man after he was made, made whole. And, and most men are jumping into gardens, trying to be farmers, tending things that they're not whole enough to tend. If you're going to hold a woman, hold a wife, hold up a wife, hold up children, hold up a, a ministry, hold up a business, you got to be held up yourself. In order for you to hold, you have to be whole. You have to be whole as a man. Wholeness doesn't mean perfection, fellas. It doesn't mean that you have to have a perfect credit score or perfect this or perfect that. It just means you have to have a progressive heart that comes from a, a, a thriving personal relationship with the father that, that, per, that your heart is uh, postured um, for growth. And so wholeness doesn't mean perfect. It just means able. It means stable. It means unavailable. It means uh, uh, all the different types of ables. It means that I'm responsible, that 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 I might not be perfect as in Christ's perfect, perfect perfection, but I have the perfect spirit in me, guiding me in all truth, helping to me, helping me to at least be consistent with, with everything that I do. Um, but that doesn't mean, ladies, that you don't give your man grace, that the man is still learning, the man is still growing, but he is at least have the his heart is perfectly placed in a place where he's able to guide and to lead and etc. It says the Lord God, Lord meaning steward, Lord means supplier, God means superior, took the man. Now, before we even talk about that, let's look at the word took. You have to allow yourself to be taken, taken away from the world, uh, removed from the world. As a man, in order to be a steward, in order to be effective, in order to be efficient, you got to let God take you take you. It says the Lord God took the man, took the man from a place of molding to a place of, 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 of stewardship, from a place of being made into a place to bake. You see what I'm saying? He took that man and put him in the garden of Eden. And I like the word took because I want to be guided. I want God to lead me. I want God to guide me. Taken doesn't mean snatched or kidnapped. It just means he took me from a place off the, off the uh, platform of being molded clay being made into a place where I'm able to be, uh, to maximize on what the master has taught me. And so the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. Men, we have to understand that our responsibility is we are, have to be farmers. 
that God didn't place us on an open field. God didn't place us in concrete and in, in, in concrete slab. Uh, God places us in gardens. It's something special about being a farmer and having a farmer's mentality, knowing that that things don't happen automatically, that that you have to be patient, that you have to let the seed does what it does. You have to toil the ground before you plant the seed. And a lot of men are trying to plant the seed of marriage in a woman's mind, but haven't toiled their own hearts or haven't even allowed their own hearts to be toiled. They're planting mental seeds in men and not men, but in women and in children or planting seeds all over the place. But they haven't allowed they don't have a farmer's mentality because now they're planting the seed of I want to be successful. They allowed the seed in their mind to be planted that let's go get this money. Let's go get this bag. Let's go get this quick dollar. Let's go get married. Let's do this and do that. But they have yet to realize that a seed has to be planted in a tall ground. And that when you understand how your heart is a garden, then you will understand the beauty of the gardens that God places you in. Because if you know that your heart is a garden, you allow the Holy Spirit to toil it so that you don't spoil it. And what most men, what a lot of men do is that they don't allow the Holy Spirit to toil the areas that have been grieved, the areas that has been uh, broken down. And what happens is when a man has not yet allowed God to toil his heart, he'll spoil the garden. He'll spoil the plans. He'll spoil um, um, the family name. He'll spoil his money. He'll, everything around him will spoil if he doesn't first allow his heart to be toiled. And that's what happens. Is that 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 your family, fellas, is a garden that 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 your ministry is a garden, your business is a garden that God placed you in. But the question is not whether or not it's a garden. The question is, is this the garden that God has for you? A lot of men are toiling gardens that another man was supposed to toil. Some men are toiling and, 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 and farming and stewarding gardens that God never caught. That's why you got to allow God to take you to places, guide you to the place that you're supposed to toil. Because if you do an exceptional job toiling a ground that God never intended for you to toil, you're going, you're not going to be, you're going to die and meet God face to face and have no fruit from that toil. The Bible talks about be very careful how you build on the foundation and the foundation is Christ. Many people build that foundation, the word says, with hay and straw, and some others build with gold and precious stones. But everybody's work will be tried by fire. And, and the Bible talks about that, that, that the person's life will be saved, but everything they built will be burnt. I don't want to build for years to only come to eternity to realize that what I built has been burnt. And a lot of men, we have to get to a place where we say, God, is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this the woman I'm supposed to marry? Is this the city I'm supposed to be in? Is this the ministry I'm supposed to start? Is this the church I'm supposed to start? Because we start and then, it, then we tear things apart. Anything you start prematurely will fall apart. That's why, fellas, you got to say, hey, man, is this the garden I'm supposed to toil? Because I don't want to spoil. I only thing you want to spoil is uh, the plans, the spoiled principalities. You know what I'm saying? You want to spoil the plots of the evil one, but you don't want the evil one spoiling your plots. The verse begins to say, it says again, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden. Allow God to put you. Allow God to place you. If you submit yourself to God and resist the devil, the devil will flee. There's power in submission. Women were not supposed to be the only ones to submit. Actually, sacrifice is the greatest form of submission. 
And so, so men think that women are supposed to be the submissive ones. No, uh, last time I checked, sacrificing is greater than submission. <laughs> it's a greater responsibility. Us men, we have to sacrifice for the women like Christ did for the church. And so if you don't have a submissive mentality and not a pansy submissive mentality, but we're talking about the proper submissive mentality of submitting to God, then we're going to welcome things that we should be resisting and we won't be successful. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden. It, it, I like the word Eden. It was a specific garden. I want to be in the Garden of Ezzy. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in the garden that God has exclusively for me. That outside of my garden has, has my name on it. That that's the garden I'm supposed to tend. And fellas, listen, if you're not ready to work, I like the next part. In the Garden of Eden to work it and to keep it, you're not fit for a garden. You see what I'm saying? If you don't, if you don't respect the work of God on you, you're not going to do the work. And and that's why the Garden of Ezzy, I want to make sure I take care of it. I, anything that bears my last name, I'm going to take care of it. Anything that bears my name and signature, I'm going to take care of it. The lease, the 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 my wife, my children, anything that has Joshua Ejike Eze on it, I'm going to tend it. Because that represents my name. And if my name is good, then I can make my father's name good. That's why, fellas, you just got to say, okay, God, before I step into this garden, before I put my last name on the back of my wife's jersey, before I make kids that will bear my last name, I'm going to make sure that I am willing to work. Because, fellas, whatever you don't tend will end. Whatever you don't toil will spoil. Whatever you start prematurely will be torn apart. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. Two different things. Work it means prepare it. Keep it means to be prudent over it. Work it means to prep it, to prepare it, to position it. That I work the ground. I work it. I work it to make sure that there's no, uh, um, what's those things called? weeds to make sure there's no rodents make sure there's nothing in there in my garden that will sabotage it men who are ready are watchers men who are ready are men who pray men who are ready to tend their garden are men who are willing to work if you're not willing to work then you then then, then things ain't gonna work out for you man you got to be a hard worker. It doesn't matter what happens in my family. I'm, if I got to get four jobs, I'll get four jobs. That's why single men hear me closely. If I didn't work and bust my butt in my singleness, I wouldn't have these residuals that's helping raise the tide in my marriage. If I didn't write those books, I wouldn't be getting that money every week. If I didn't start these videos, I wouldn't get money every month. You know what I'm saying? If I, it, 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 but, but see, don't wait to get, don't wait till marriage to work, work. Before you notice that God told put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. And fellas, where's Eve? Eve ain't nowhere in sight yet. I don't see nowhere where Eve is. The Lord God took the man. They say the Lord God took the man and the woman and put him in the garden. God took the man and put him in the garden by himself to work it and to keep it. Fellas, before you can uh, 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 <clears throat> work a wife, if you know what I'm saying, before you're able to do that, you got to work first before you able to work the fruit in your woman, work the fruit in your children, work the fruit for your legacy. You got to be able to work alone. A lot of men have been programmed that I need someone now to help me work. No, you are well able through the Holy Spirit to work and, 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 and it's okay.
It's okay to, 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 and it's going to be hard work. You think, you think, <laughs> you think working now as a single man or working whatever stage of man you in is hard. Imagine having to do all work at the same time. You got to, there's work, there's work, there's maintenance for the house. There's maintenance for your spouse. <laughs> there's maintenance for the kids you put out. <laughs> there's maintenance all over the place, but you have to have a worker's mentality. You have to have a strong work ethic. God was, God was a worker. God worked. The first work was uh, uh, in the beginning, God created. That was the first work. The first thing we heard about God, that he worked. <laughs> but but we also heard that God didn't rest until the work was done. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Key, key points. Your garden. I, I'm working the garden of Ezra. What's your last name, fellas? That's the garden you're supposed to work. Whatever name is on that, God, I'm like, that's it. And whatever name you put your, whatever paper you put your name on, whatever uh, uh, person you give your word to, swear it to your own harm. Keep your word. Verse 16. Oh, let me make sure I fit in. Work it and to keep it. Keep it. Keep it. You have to be kept to keep. You have to be kept to keep. You have to be humble and say, God, keep me so I can keep up. <laughs> I keep keep me so I can keep up. Let's keep going. This is just the first podcast for many. We're going to break down a lot of different things to help men. But I felt pressed to do one today. It is uh, February 9th, 2020. Um, I'm doing this podcast right before I go to church. Right after I got ironed my shirt, got my clothes ready. My wife had to go to church a little bit early. And, and, and Holy Spirit gave me the scripture and I went to work, <laughs> but let's keep going. It says, and the Lord God command. Another thing that you have to understand as men is that you have to be still enough and willing enough to obey the commands of God. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, God is a speaker, fellas. You have to be still to hear him speak. You have to be, and notice in the garden, you didn't hear any other people. There was no friends in the garden. There was no family in the garden. There was nothing but him. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have friends and people. It just means you have to have a place where you're able to go into the garden yourself and say, God, what have you commanded me to do? See, the word of God is there. The Holy Spirit is there. The word of God gives you the parameters, the boundaries, the principles. The Holy Spirit utilizes those principles to help you with the nuances of your life. So you got to say, and it says again, and the Lord God, again, it repeats that, that he's trying to reiterate, oh, I'm Lord, I'm able to, I will help you keep these commands if you let me. And I'm superior that I'm God. I'm well able to do it. Commanded the man, not the boy, commanded the man saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. See, God doesn't mind for you eating the fruits of your labor. You notice that God didn't tell the man to eat. Until after he worked, the Bible says if a man don't work, he don't eat. The first thing is being taken, being placed. The next is to work and to keep. The next one is command. And the next point is to eat. The Bible says you may surely eat. God says surely, man, it's okay to eat and to enjoy life. But to but you have to enjoy it in principle. You have to enjoy it in, in the right way. It says you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. I don't want to eat from another man's garden. I don't want to eat from another garden. 
I want to eat from the joy and the peace and the love from my wife, from my future kids, from the ministry. I want to eat from my own garden. I don't mean I don't get to enjoy what another man has done, whether it's business or whatever, but but I don't want to to have my garden so barren that I'm shriveled up, bones showing through my skin. Going to another man's garden talking about, man, can you spare me some food? No, I want to be able to, hey, what you got over there that you don't mind sharing, but I have enough in my own garden. It says, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. There are things in his life that God doesn't want us to touch that will be in the midst of our garden. The, in the midst of our garden is going to be the, the potential for perversion. The perversion, the perverted, the perverted perspective of what's in your garden, the perverted perspective of the money you make in your garden, the perverted perspective of the of of your wife, the perverted perspective of trying to live vicarious through your kids, the perverted perspective of of your ministry, using your ministry for maximizing it for money purposes, the the perverted perspective of 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 business that's in your garden. He said, "Hey man, do not do not allow what's in your garden to be perverted." I know the text is saying something different, so don't 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 take it me twisting it. But it says, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you should not eat for in the day that you eat of it, you should surely die. In the midst of our lives are going to be the tree. It's going to be a tree that is going to be tempting us to eat from. And I think God allows that kind of tree to be in the midst of our lives to prove love. See, without without the opposite of a thing. It won't, it won't build, it won't reveal the value of a thing. So, so God, just because I got married, God ain't didn't remove every attractive woman. God ain't gonna be like, well, Josh, I, right, well, now that you married, I'm just going to remove all attractive women to, to, to help you sustain your love for your wife. No, there's, there's going to be temptations. There's going to be tests and temptation and tests are two totally different things. A test is let's see what you've learned. A temptation is based upon what you haven't learned. That's still in your heart. So a woman can cross your path, fellas, and she'll be just she'll be a test when you're able when you have the right perspective. But when you have a poor perspective, she's a temptation. When you still are tainted inside, she's a temptation. But when that taint has been removed, she's just a test to help you become stronger. But we have to understand there's going to be a tree in the midst of our garden to test our love, to prove our love. That if there's no opposition, then there's no uh, um, resistance. If there's no opposition, there's no success. And in this life, fellas, you got to learn how to stay tending your garden in the midst of temptation, in the midst of tests. You got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And at the center of everything who was God so that you can have the right focus, the right perspective to continuously tend in the midst of temptation. That's tough. It's not easy to tend in the midst of temptation because the more you tend your garden, there's going to be women outside of the fence of your garden and curious and intrigued by how you tend. And you got that ring on your finger. You got a beautiful wife. Listen, I live it. When It's interesting that when you get married, you get more attention because women, there are certain women that have not, that don't have the right self-esteem or self-worth that sees, oh man, I want a man like that. But you fellas, all of us have to still tend even in the midst of temptation. We still have to tend even in the midst of tests. But when you know your God is your Lord and that he's your God and you know that 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 this is the garden he placed you in. That's why I'm, I'm so glad that God picked my, my wife. I'm so glad because now I know that if I hurt the help, I hurt myself. 
See? And so let's finish up for the day and we'll talk more, maybe break down some of these principles um, to kind of to kind of enlighten. But I just kind of want to do a quick podcast for the man. It's going to always be audio audible um, because uh, I got to pick my pockets um, to do these, but I will post them on YouTube. They'll be be easily accessible. It says, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. And you remember when the devil spoke to Eve. Uh, the text begins to read that Adam was with her, right? And 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 Adam did communicate to Eve what 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 God said because notice that God spoke to Adam, the man first, and you have to understand that, fellas, that you have to be the day that your that God has to speak to your wife for you is a day that you probably uh, left your place. That doesn't mean that God can't speak to a man's wife to help the man. Don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is if God has to go to a woman because you're not available, then you've lost your you lost your focus. What I'm saying is that you should be always accessible, always available to God for God to speak to you, that he doesn't have to speak through your wife to you because you're not available. You have to always be available. You don't want God to speak through a donkey, to speak through a rock, to have to speak through something else to get your attention. No, God, as a man, fellas, you have to make sure God always has your undivided attention. Again, these are just some principles that I'm putting out there. I'll probably break these down exclusively throughout the weeks, um, depending on what the Lord wants me to share with our brothers out here. Um, but the key thing is that you'll surely die. You, death may not come, but decay happens before death. I want to tend my wife that she'll never decay. And I tell men all the time, the real recognize real. I can tell how I can tell if you're the real deal by 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 um, the countenance on your woman. If you if your wife looks downcasted, if your wife got poor body language, if your light wife ain't laughing at your jokes, I, 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 I don't you know, something ain't right. I hope this podcast was a blessing. I hope you understand um, um, that it's important to be a man that's able to tend and that a man does it. If a man doesn't tend, what he doesn't tend will end. And that you have to understand that God is Lord, that he's a good steward, that he, he's a good supplier and that he is God, that he is superior. And that in order for you to even be prepared to be placed in your garden, you have to become whole as a man. And that you have to understand that your garden is your garden, that your garden has your name. The garden of Ezzy is my garden. Anything that has Ezzy's name on it, that's what I'm supposed to tend. It also talked about the work ethic of a man and how a man keeps and, and, and how to hear the commands of God to make sure that you still enough to hear the commands of God. And understand that, that God wants you to eat from the fruit of your labor. And, and all that good stuff that there will be a tree in the midst of your life that will test the uh, to test you or tempt you f- to keep you from tending. But you must keep going. And maybe next week I may start off what it means to be submitted under God. I might just break this whole text down throughout the next few weeks. There's so much, so much in this that I could spend weeks breaking off these first two verses. But I love y'all got to go to church and I hope y'all be blessed. I hope this podcast was a blessing to you. And I'm excited to serve the men through this. Um, and 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 um and I can't make a promise. I don't know if I'm gonna do this every week. I know I'm gonna do this consistently. Um, but and how consistent, I don't know. Uh, but fellas, I hope you stay encouraged. Um, you know I'm here if you need me. Um, if I, I just email me, you go to my website, iamunplugged.com uh, for all my resources, books, courses, all those kind of things. Um, love y'all. See y'all next time. Y'all be blessed.